Welcome to 7 Minutes in Book Heaven, the podcast where we interview LGBTQ authors about the new books they have coming out for us to love and to cuddle up with. I'm your host, J.P. Derbogosian. Today's episode is presented to you by Once Upon a Crime Books. Once Upon a Crime Books is an independent bookstore specializing in mystery fiction. Located in Uptown Minneapolis, you can shop in their store Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., or visit their website. There, you can browse all of their books from new releases to classic mysteries. What I love most, however, about their website is their recommendations tab. If you're in the mood for espionage or psychological thrillers or action thrillers, or you want to read books by writers of color or queer authors, you can get full recommendations for each of those categories and more in their recommendations page. Their website is onceuponacrimebooks.com. On today's episode, Once Upon a Crime Books introduces us to Joshua Moling and his new novel, Where the Dead Sleep, which is available to buy in paperback in-store or on their website, and it is also available as a digital audio book. Hello, Joshua. Hi, JP. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So how our podcast works. I have seven questions for Joshua, and we're going to spend approximately the next seven minutes in this virtual studio talking about where the dead sleep. So Joshua, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, I will set the timer. And here we go. Question number one. Please describe Where the Dead Sleep as if you're sharing it with your celebrity crush and telling us who that special person is. So my first reaction to this was, I don't have a celebrity crush. But then (laughs) just like two days ago, my friend texted me and she said that she went to this event in Washington, D.C. and Clinton Kelly and Stacey London were there. And I said, oh, my God, Clinton Kelly is my celebrity crush. Those were my exact words. So (laughs) I do have a celebrity crush. (laughs) I remember just in time. Um, If you don't remember, Clinton Kelly and Stacey London had a TV show in the early 2000s called What Not to Wear. Clinton is tall and good looking and urbane and dresses like a million bucks, basically the opposite of me in every way imaginable. So Clinton is my celebrity crush. He's also an author. He's written a really funny book, a book of essays. So I would tell Clinton that I am writing a a series and Where the Dead Sleep is the second book in the series. And the main character in the series is a sheriff's deputy and a gay man living in a small town in uh, northern Minnesota who is solving murders and trying to get his life together. Where the Dead Sleep starts with, the main character's name is Ben Packard, and so it starts with Packard getting called to a home invasion where a man has been shot in his bed. And uh, there's a long list of suspects, including his wife and his ex-wife, who is his wife's current wife's sister, uh, the business partner that he stole money from, the rich guys that he gambles with. Packard's got to figure out who killed Bill Sanderson. And then at the same time, he's been uh, working as the acting sheriff. The the sheriff has been ill and the sheriff dies early on in this book. And Packard has to decide, is he going to run in an election for the full-time job? And he absolutely has no interest in subjecting himself to the scrutiny of an election. (laughs) But when he does see who's going to run, he might have to rethink his position intrigue all around yeah (laughs) i hope so (laughs) uh and it's the second book in the series if you haven't read the first book you could absolutely start with this one and maybe it'll make you want to read the first one absolutely okay well question number two 
What is a sentence from a novel or essay or poem or any other book that every time you read it, it gives you all the feels? So I loved this question because it reminded me of this poem that I had hanging in my cube early on in my kind of late 20s, early 30s, when I was kind of working in a corporate job and I wasn't writing very much at all at the time. And uh, I had this poem by Pablo Neruda called Poetry. Mm. And it's about when he discovered writing and discovered writing poetry and how he didn't actually discover it. It sought him out like it was this force in the universe that he was compelled to do. And I absolutely loved it. And it was a good reminder to me that this is what I'm passionate about and this is what's waiting for me if I will make the time to to do it. So I can just read the very first stanza if you want. It's yeah, pretty go short. For it. So this is Poetry by Pablo Neruda. And it was at that age, poetry arrived in search of me. I don't know. I don't know where it came from, from winter or a river. I don't know how or when. No, they were not voices. They were not words nor silence. But from a street, I was summoned from the branches of night, abruptly from the others, among violent fires or returning alone. There I was without a face, and it touched me. Mm. It's a beautiful poem. It goes on for a couple more fantastic stanzas, but I just love the idea that writing sought him out. And then when he opened himself up to it, it just introduced him to all the beauty and the mysteries of the universe. That's amazing. I love Neruda. Yeah. I remember learning about Neruda, like, you know, your English lit classes. And I was sort of like, mm-hmm, about poetry. And then they made us read Neruda. And I was like, oh, wait, what? This is poetry? <laughs> so he has a very special place in my heart. That's great. Well, speaking of sentences, question number three, what do you feel is the best sentence you wrote and where the dead sleep? I think a lot of my sentences are pretty workmanlike in this book. They all, They have a job to do. And like picking one out from the rest is... You know, they, hopefully they add up to great scenes and funny scenes, but just picking one out was a, was a little bit difficult. But I found one here, um, and this is a woman describing or thinking about her father. Carrie had regarded her father like the furniture. He took up space and was easy to ignore, but was there to collapse into when she wanted something. Whoa. Oh, I love that. And like the way you just like flipped your book over like mic drop, like that was, yes, that was very evocative. I saw that right away. Exactly. Well done. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Well, question number four, what is the best scene in a mystery or crime book that you've ever read? So I'm going to cheat here a little bit and I'm going to recommend a whole book. I'm holding it up. People can't see it, but it's called Five Decembers by James Kestrel. This book is a is set in Hawaii in 1941. It's on the eve of Pearl Harbor, and it's got a police oh, detective who gets called to investigate a murder. And you as the reader know what's coming at this moment in history. They have, The characters, of course, don't. And it's called Five Decembers for a reason, because it takes five years to solve this murder. This He starts investigating wow. it, and then the war blows up and he gets caught up in the in the war machine and ends up prisoner of war for some time and it it takes you know it's just an amazingly beautifully written historical mystery 1940s noir it's unlike anything i've ever read before i absolutely loved every word of it that's amazing thank you for that recommendation we will definitely link to it on our show notes and on our website okay 
I love this question. Number five, what are your favorite smells to write about? <laughs> so I like to write about food in my books. I think food, it can be very grounding for a reader and you get kind of a double whammy, right? You get the taste, you get the smell, you get a visual too. Um, so if I say something about a lime, you know, you, you know exactly what I, you can see it, you can taste it, you can smell it. So I love to write about food. Any particular foods? Well, I think in addition to writing about food, I like to write about cooking. So just, just oh. the act of people cooking or making a meal together or, or sharing a meal. And it could be anything. It could be a roast chicken. It could be a ham sandwich, you know? So yeah, it's not well, one particular kind of food. It's, it's maybe also about the act of cooking and eating together. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Also a favorite question of mine. When it comes to writing mystery, what is the worst writing advice you've ever got? <laughs> I don't know if this is the worst advice, but I, so I'm in a writing group and a writing group is a, is an amazing thing for a writer. I, I recommend it to everybody. I mean, feedback on your writing from other writers or from readers who know what you're doing is invaluable. In my first book, uh, what the, one of my friends in my writing group kept saying, you need a, a chapters from the point of view of the girl who's locked in the basement by the killer. And I was just adamant that I didn't need those. I was like, here's her point of view. It's cold. It's dark. She's scared. The end. I'm not, I'm not adding that. It's not going to bring anything to the story. And of course, there were a hundred other ways that she gave me other advice that where she was a hundred percent right. And my book was better for it. But this was one where I kind of stuck to my guns and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I think that's the thing about advice is you've got to develop your own sense of kind of your own radar and your own sense of what's going to work for you and your book and be able to take the advice that is meaningful and will help you and be able to dismiss the stuff that in this particular case doesn't. I love that. Also good recommendations to our writers who are listeners. <laughs> All right. Well, final question. Promote yourself. How do we connect with you and how do we follow you on social? So uh, joshuamoling.com is my website. You can sign up for my very sporadic and irregular newsletter. And <laughs> on, on the social media, I'm most active on Instagram at jmoling is my handle there. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on threads. I think it's Jay Mauling, just about all of them. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Joshua. This has been lovely. Thank you, JP. I enjoyed it. Well, this has been an episode of 7 Minutes in Book Heaven, presented to you by Once Upon a Crime Books. To purchase your next mystery or thriller, and to purchase Joshua's Where the Dead Sleep, visit Once Upon a Crime Books in Uptown Minneapolis or online at onceuponacrimebooks.com. My name is J.P. Derbogosian. This podcast was produced by This Queer Book Productions, LLC. Check us out at thisqueerbook.com for our other podcasts, including This Queer Book, Save My Life. Until then, see you queers and allies in the bookstores. <laughs>